Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Moff Talkin', delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley. Hello. And Jake. And that's me. And that's him. And we're just going to be getting right into we're it because- be right into it. No, all, no nonsense, no. all serious. That's right. Jake. Before yes. we get into it real quick, yeah. do you love Star Wars? You know what? I was wondering for a little bit if I did. And now that I have seen a certain trailer. Something happened. Something happened. Yesterday that reignited oh. our love. Yeah, you know what I realized is that I was, my love had plateaued for Star Wars. And that mm-hmm. I, my love had dwindled. And I had settled into complacency. Yeah. But the spark was gone. Right. But much like that spark that kept talking about in The Last Jedi. Yes. It, it just sparked a it little lit the fire in your my heart. figurative tree rebellion shaped tree <laughs> hearts that i have oh man and now we're that podcast that we just makes star wars analogies and giggles at each other yep <laughs> but we all knew it was gonna happen eventually you know what we've, we've arrived because uh the friggin trailer came out for yeah. episode nine. celebration is happening as we speak yes we're recording the saturday of celebration from ohio oh <laughs> it's very disappointing i was like is he going to do a bit <laughs> nope. i'm ready and no we're not we are in ohio very still much so. in my living room not at celebration you know i don't think we've ever really mentioned this but we're just we're not a news podcast really <laughs> we're not we don't like to dwell on it we usually. don't like to dwell on the news because yeah. there are a lot of podcasts that do the news can I just butt in here and say Please. something? They really do it well. They do it well. And sometimes, though, yeah, some news comes out. That we just can't ignore it. You can't ignore it. I want to floor it because I adore it. <laughs> and usually the news happens the day after we record. That's true. So today we actually... Miraculously. We're not going to get to talk about The Mandalorian because that's all yeah. happening tomorrow. But like, oh, shoot. You're right. <laughs> but there are things we can actually talk about that are, that are relevant when this episode will come out. By some strange twist of fate, news happened the day before we record. It's amazing. And so now we'll be relevant for the second time in our lives. Yep. We're going to talk some news, Gunray. My lord, is that legal? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. It's been a while since That's, that has happened. I know, right? Yeah. This you don't trailer, dwell on it. Are we going to be one of those podcasts that inserts the entire trailer in the Absolutely podcast? not. I don't the, like that. The intro will probably be part of the trailer. Yeah, but, good. Uh, no, we're not going to play the whole trailer because okay. you've seen it. If you're listening to this our dumb podcast. Yes. You have seen the trailer several times, I am sure. Yeah. And give me your reaction right off the bat. It starts out so great. I immediately thought it looked so much like The Force Awakens yeah. with uh, heavy breathing and then someone <laughs> in a frame on like a sandy, dusty planet. Uh, it looked just like Finn in The Force Awakens and it looked amazing. I heard the little TIE fighter sound, and I'm like, oh, is that a TIE fighter? And then it was a TIE fighter, and it just, the trailer started out really great. It started, 
see, I thought they were going to try and be like a little cute with Mark Hamill because yeah. he's not at celebration this week and they haven't really been talking about him much. So I just, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to like acknowledge that everyone knows he's going to be in the movie, but are they going to acknowledge that he's going to be in the movie? But right. I mean, it could be just recorded dialogue for the, for the trailer, like, like the, uh, uh, Force Awakens was, but it starts out right away with like Luke talking to Ray from Beyond the Grave, yeah. And I liked that immediately. We're like, oh yes, we'll he's get still into around. What he says, we yes. start like speculating. Yes, yes, stuff. yes. Did it? I mean, did it get you excited? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, it did. <laughs> every no every shot was amazing. It looks like yeah. another J.J. Abrams movie. Uh, which to me is a good thing. How you can immediately just tell it's a J.J. Abrams yes. movie? I feel like immediately. now. I have gotten into the artist formerly known as Bobby Roberts territory Uh-oh. saying that you can just tell that it's a Ryan Johnson movie because there's reactions to people's faces. But yeah. you kind of can tell the difference just in how he does action. You can. I think. Yeah. My feeling was like every time I was hoping that something would happen, it happened. Like they, I was really hoping that it was going to be this thing like from The Dark Knight where, you know, Batman is speeding towards a Joker, and it's like this game of chicken. Mm-hmm. But that Ray would do a big, like, cool flip. And then, I was like, and then I know JJ doesn't like prequel Jedi <laughs> flipping around, so they probably won't. And then it happened, and mm-hmm. it was like the coolest flip of all time. In it slow was motion, very cool. Just to let you bask in the cool. flippiness of it all. It was great. Um, and as uh, that uh, Mr. DJ Abrams does so well, it like, there's just so much to speculate on. There's so much. It, it revealed. Why do podcasts exist if not to speculate? It revealed enough to get everyone super excited, and yet yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah, like exactly. especially we'll get to it, but especially with the reveal at the end. Ugh. Now I just have like there's no there was no universe in which I would have expected what's going to happen in this movie. No, nope, not at all. So um, I'm very thrilled for that. Let's talk about specifics here, um, because. The first thing that is interesting to me is that Luke says, we have passed on everything that we know, not I have passed on everything that I know. So you get the sense that maybe it'll be in the movie, maybe it won't, but Ray has been communicating with more than just Luke. My other one, my other thought is like, is he speaking for the collective Jedi? Ah, Because she has all those books. Is yeah, it possible that everything she's learned has been from those books, you know? Yeah. So, but but again, that's, you know, the brilliant part of this trailer is that it tells you something, yet that could mean, like, ten different things. Is she actually talking with Yoda and Luke? Or yeah. is she reading the books? Or, you know? I'm really right back where I was when I first saw the very first Force Awakens teaser. Yeah. In terms of excitement and feeling like there's so many possibilities. Like, there were so many specifics, but you didn't know how they could possibly fit all together. Like... They show you the charred Vader helmet and the fallen Star Destroyer, and it paints this picture of this world, but you're not sure how it's all going to fit together. J.J. gets a lot of flack for his mystery box stuff, which he can get a little cute with sometimes, but I think it's instances like this where it really pays off. Like, he knows what he's- can't question the results. He knows what he's doing when it comes to, like, getting people talking about something. He's really good at that. And- I, yeah, so I love that we just straight up hear new Luke dialogue. Yeah. Acknowledging that, yes, he will be in some way mm-hmm. training Ray or passing on some last bit of wisdom. Yep. For some reason, I thought of, like, that dialogue he gave was really similar to the dialogue that Obi-Wan gives Luke in Heir to the Empire 
uh, and there's a lot of Thrawn trilogy vibes from this yeah. trailer. In Heir to the Empire, when we first see Luke, he's kind of like sitting like in Coruscant and he sees the like Mufasa spirit of Obi-Wan in <laughs> the sky. While he's drinking hot chocolate. Don't While forget that part. <laughs> Very important detail. <laughs> that is true and unfortunate. <laughs> yep. And, uh, <laughs> and listen, we have a lot of beefs on this show with, with a few people, but chief among them is hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. That's our biggest beef. We bring it up every chance we get. Um but it's a similar speech that Obi-Wan gives of kind of like, I've passed on everything that I know, and now it's time for you to do this, this, and this. Uh, which is interesting because the one of the big plot points is the fact that the Emperor's spirit is inhabiting the remains of the Death Star on Endor. Yeah. Very interesting. Oh, man. They Very went, interesting. They went right to the... Right to the big stuff there. Do we just talk about it? Let's just talk uh, about because it. Because there's other really cool things, but mostly yeah. it's like, oh, that, that's a really cool shot of yep. Finn and Poe flying through the desert. Uh, right. Looks like the sand barge again. Oh, do, yeah, we'll talk about it. But like our speculation, I think, is maybe that they're going to be on Jeddah at some point. <sighs> yeah. like It's starting to look more and more like Jeddah and not Tatooine or Jakku. Because it was revealed like via leaks that they were filming in Jordan, which yeah. is where they film the Jetta stuff for Rogue One. And so people thought maybe it'll be Jetta, but I was like, there's no it way. Could be I was anything, like, if they're gonna do you know, a desert planet in episode nine, it's gonna be Tatooine. Yeah. But then when they revealed the aliens, you see the they aliens really in the background like the boy, Jetta people. They from, really look like the Jetta City yeah, aliens. Do. So I would be surprised if we don't get a Tatooine in episode nine though. I just want I just want like a victory lap. Just visit just you know spend visit fi- every planet. Just spend fifteen minutes on Hoth, you know. <laughs> just you know, just go everywhere. Go to Naboo. They can visit do Utagunga. like a little, like kind of royal parade of like Ray giving the kind of half royal wave to like all the planets. Like a little yes, montage. exactly. Yeah. That's all we need. Do you think they'll do the end game thing and make this movie three hours long? Do you think we'll get a three-hour-long Star Wars movie? I don't I wonder think we, about I don't that. think we will. I think that J.J. would be opposed to that because yeah. he seems to really like he the likes more his classic. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he has a movie that's over two hours and 15 minutes. I don't, yeah, I don't and know. I think that even though I would love for a Star Wars movie to be three I hours long, I do think that the ideal pace for a Star Wars movie is it's like a little quicker, a little over two hours. Yeah. Think of all that Return of the Jedi had to do. Yeah. And it did it in less time than The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I think, don't think it'll be that long. I don't think so. I bet. I I would, I wouldn't be shocked to see, like, two and a half hours. Yeah, but I'd be surprised Jedi if we're over that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it seems like there's so much to wrap up. But, and I, I have all the takes on people's annoying reactions that I've seen. We'll get to it. But people just seem so baffled. By like, how could they possibly wrap all this stuff up? There's so many dangling threads, and there's so many mysteries around mm-hmm. it. I'm like, so, I really don't so think easily. there are. Yeah. Like that was kind of one of your complaints, hypothetical complaint of the Last Jedi that <laughs> there wasn't any room to breathe for Episode yeah. Nine because they wrapped everything up. So I don't think there really is that much to wrap up. I mean, I'll, like everything that supposedly needs to be wrapped up could be like a single line of dialogue the only thing that i think throws a wrench in that yeah is that emperor palpatine is going to be in this movie at some point so not only do you have to introduce how emperor palpatine is there which again you could just do it like he was the one controlling snoke all along or you could like do some kind of but to make it kind of satisfying you have to spend i think you're gonna have to spend a bit of time on palpatine 
and how he's there yeah. and then how they get rid of him. I don't know. I think like every like the longest conversation that we have in Star Wars period is in Revenge of the Sith between Palpatine and Anakin with the tale of Darth Plagueis right. the yeah. Wise. Mm-hmm. At least up until The Last Jedi, that was true. That that was the longest yeah. stretch of just two people talking. And it's not that long of a scene. It's right. like a two-minute <laughs> scene or something. Yeah. And it's all this exposition, and it tells you everything you need to know about Palpatine's backstory. It answers the question of how Anakin came to life. It gives Anakin's motivations for why he's going to turn to the dark side. Shows like, why Anakin's such a dummy because he doesn't realize this guy's a Sith yeah, Lord. Yeah, <laughs> it like it like accomplishes nineteen things <laughs> in two minutes. And so, Star Wars is notoriously very economical yeah. with exposition and time. So I don't think that it needs to be three hours long. I mean, this is not Endgame where they have to you've got you, we don't have like 30 different characters we need to figure yes. out what happened 20 to people didn't turn into dust we <laughs> yeah. don't need to like time travel right uh we don't have you know 23 movies to wrap up we es- have especially because movies. this is really giving me again this is giving me return of the jedi vibes where everyone is finally together yeah like in every previous movie I guess not not as much in in The Force Awakens, but there are stretches where everyone is separated and you have to right. cut back and forth. In this movie, at least from the trailer, it seems like everybody is together, which yeah. I really love. I'm glad everyone is together now. Yeah. Because The I Last know. Jedi was constantly just, here's Finn and Rose. Now here's Rey and Kylo. Yeah. Now here's Poe and Leia. And like it was everyone was so separated. Yeah. It was very Empire in that way. Yeah. Like they started out much, kind yeah. of together and they mm-hmm. end kind of together but so this movie and if, but if we have the whole crew together in this yeah. movie then we can figure everyone's fate out at the same time yep i think uh and as i by definition i don't think this will be a you know rip off of return of the jedi no, no they're clearly not going for there's another death star like no. the big reveal was the remains of a fallen death star right um so i like how 10 minutes ago we said let's just talk about it and then we did not <laughs> we didn't talk 10 about minutes. it <laughs> um but so palpatine palpatine i'm is in that this was movie. a reveal that i was following the leaks and there were a lot of leaks saying that palpatine was in the movie and i thought this is just fan drivel i just don't see a way mm. where i said maybe they acknowledge that palpatine existed at some point but i just it felt so eu to me right I couldn't really see it happening, but then as soon as it happened, I was like, this needs yeah, to happen. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, it's well, happening. Yeah, obviously, this is the choice of to course, make. Of course, this was the only way to possibly go. <laughs> like, it just is one of those things, as soon as you hear him laughing, <sighs> you're like, oh, yeah, they definitely needed to bring you were, him back. You were, the, and the panel was like the best thing, because Chelsea oh had to God. leave. We were watching the panel together at home, yeah. and she had to leave. Ugh. And so I didn't, I didn't tell her about that, but then they didn't put the panel up on YouTube until today. Right. So she couldn't watch it like in that context. But in that context, when they show the trailer, yeah, he laughs, they show the title and then the lights come up and Ian McDermott is there on God. stage. That was like, the, that was the greatest. Is that the greatest reveal that's ever happened? Yes, I think so. In the history of, <laughs> the, the history really of is... conventions. Yes. Yeah. In the history of Comic-Con <laughs> conventions. Yes. It's maybe the best and i why i love it is it kind of goes against the mystery box theory like right because 
when I heard that laugh, I was like, boy, I think that's the Emperor, but I'm not quite sure. At first, I was like, is that, are they going like Luke is bad? Because right. they say the rise of Skywalker. It I'm like, sounded like I'm a like, Joker that laugh. Could, yeah, I know. I'm like, that could be Mark Hamill doing an evil laugh. I yeah. don't know. But then. Is it Luke with two U's? <laughs> yes. It's bigger Luke. <laughs> oh, my God. But then they're like, no, 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 no. The big bad of this movie is Palpatine. <laughs> he's right he's out on stage now. We'll yeah, just clarify that, was, that for uh, you now. I was really happy with that reveal. Yeah. That they just were like, here's the movie. Go yep. see it. Palpatine's yep. in it. And um, I really, really like it because. And also, this is probably going to get into me talking about the thing that is giving me um, ulcers which is people complaining about this supposed reveal that Lucasfilm had no plan for the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Every time I see it, I clench my fists and my fingernails <laughs> break into my palm and I start bleeding. I, I was, I was going to mention your hands look terrible. <laughs> they really are kind of messed up and it's not cool what's happening in my hands right now. But, um, you know, like all the stuff in Empire's End Aftermath, yes. book three, uh, there all was the all this talk stuff you mean or say again the palpatine stuff in those yeah. books yeah you know it was revealed that palpatine and this was continued in uh the thrawn books it's just constant threads that palpatine was actively searching for some unknown force in the unknown regions mm-hmm. and that he had set up this contingency plan in the case of his death yes and that was all really cool and then you know, when Snoke died in The Last Jedi, everyone was like, oh, so what? Yeah. Because every, it was very hinted that it was Snoke. Right. That was that dark force. That he was searching for. Right. Mm-hmm. But I really think, like, they formed this story group for a reason. And Pablo is always bragging about the fact that he's like, you really don't know how far in advance we plan things. Right. Like, they really did plant the flag for, like, this obscure thing in this Vader comic from two years ago pays off in the third season of Rebels and like all this crazy stuff. Yes. I really do think, I mean, it's not going to, I don't think we're going to see a Sith observatory on Jakku or anything like that, but I do think that we're going to see that this was all part of Palpatine's contingency plan. Like if I get struck down, I want to rise more powerful than ever in the form of this, you know, puppet that I've accumulated for myself Yep. If I can't, uh, it's like the Zod thing. Like, I'll go in the Phantom Zone for a while, but then I'll torture your heirs. <laughs> your heirs! And, uh... Everyone like, remembers that. <laughs> Terrence Stamp yelling about, <laughs> your heirs! We just watched Superman the movie recently. It's very, <laughs> okay. very entertaining. Um, so, you know, Palpatine thinks, okay, I failed with this generation of Skywalkers, but I can always get the next one. Yeah. So he, you know quote-unquote, dies for a while. His spirit lingers. He starts to, you know, manipulating Kylo between Snoke and mm-hmm. his presence that maybe is, you know, Invader's helmet or whatever. And uh, his plan comes together. Yeah. Ugh. I. It makes me... This is the first time I've ever felt a little bit sad for the people who really hated The Last Jedi. Yeah, because usually, usually I don't care because I'm just like your arguments are so stupid. I've had a yeah. couple arguments with people in real life recently where they just said, "Oh, they just immediately it's assumed that the Last Jedi is a bad movie." Yeah. So I'm just like, "Well, what what don't you like about it?" And they can't articulate it, but yeah. it's just become like such a thing. Like there's so many videos, people are just talking about how bad the yes. Last Jedi is. But 
But if you just like if you checked out with The Last Jedi because it did some things you don't like, you're missing this overall story. And they were really emphasizing over and over again in that panel that this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Like this is it from Phantom Menace until now. All everything is connected. It's all coming Mm -hmm. back. This is going to be it. And I'm just like, I can't believe if you made it to like The Last Jedi and you're just letting like because you hate women with purple hair, you're finding all these reasons to hate this movie. Yeah. Like you're, you're really missing out because what you said about the story group is so true. Like they are they know they have everything so planned out. Maybe I, yeah. maybe they don't have the dialogue planned out. Maybe they don't know what planet that they're going to go to. Like there's there yeah. are details that aren't there. But I think this overall story, I'm sure they've known that Palpatine was going to be the villain again oh, yeah. for a while. Um Kathleen Kennedy said in an interview yesterday that they always knew Palpatine was going to come back in episode yes. nine. She was like, we didn't know the mechanism, right? like the exact how of how he would come back, but we always knew that he was going to be this big bad that we'd bring back in episode yeah. nine somehow. Which makes sense to me because I think outside of the Skywalkers, mm. this this saga is kind of about Palpatine. I know. That's what the prequels kind of retroactively did. Yes, the they really trilogy, did. He was this guy that showed up in a hologram and then right. was... And then he's the bad guy. For some reason, right. the bad he's guy. He's pulling the strings, yeah. apparently, but you didn't know him until then. But then, like, yeah, the prequels retroactively say, no, Palpatine might have started this whole thing Like, he's the Anakin. one who incepted right. Anakin himself. Right. Uh, so here's a question with yeah. that in mind. Um... Are they because there's a question like, are they going to retcon Ray's parentage? Which I think, no, they're not going to say that Luke was her dad. But yeah. what I I do think that they could do a Palpatine, Palpatine did Mater. once again, yeah, manipulated midichlorians and you know, yeah, uh, because is accepted uh, her into somebody like is Palpatine. A Skywalker. No. Like, like, I mean, not that he is, because he, there is He's no... granddaddy. There is no, like, like, Shmi is a Skywalker. Where did and she get the name from? But, like... Doors of Shmi, it smells Sheev. It smells Sheev. <laughs> it does. It smells Sheev. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's a Skywalker in the sense that he's like related to, to Shmi Skywalker. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he is the father of the Skywalker yes. line. So like, yes, he is like, he mm-hmm. is kind of a Skywalker in, in a roundabout way. Dad, let me tell you something right now. Tell me right now. The Skywalker name, the last name Skywalker, did come from nothing. Because Anakin was special in that he was born of the forest. Mm-hmm. But Shmi was nobody. Yeah. And then she was sold to like a slave family of farmers and stuff. Like the name Skywalker and, doesn't mean Yeah, and it's not anything. like, I don't think it's ever implied that she had ever been married before. So it's right, not like no. she got the name from someone else. It's just like her name that yeah. was probably given to her. Right. And it, so it's just like, yeah. Yeah, I... Like, I think Anakin is somebody who did come from no one, from nothing. He was a slave yes. on a desert planet. But he's made special by the fact that he was, you know, immaculately <laughs> conceived. So right. what I was, I had this image in my brain of Ray's mom being a Shmi who did not take immaculate conception particularly well. And right. Was like, and they're like, I'm getting rid of this little thing. It's freaky and <laughs> scaring the crap out of me. Yeah. And I don't know how to take care of this thing, and I'm yeah. gonna, you know, become drunk and uh, sell her off for drinking money. I, like I will be, I will definitely be disappointed if 
I, that won't disappoint me if we find out that Ray was another one of Palpatine's experiments. That was my long way of yeah. asking that question. No, that won't disappoint me at all. I will be disappointed if we find out, yes, she actually is a Skywalker because that would be a mistake. Luke had a secret kid or something like that because right, right. because so much of and maybe this would this would add for some good conflict in nine, but like so much of eight is her coming to grips with the fact that she is a nobody. Yeah, like her parents aren't special. She's not special beyond what she can do right and the kind of person she is but like she's not part of this this lineage and i kind of like that because that's kind of what her emotional journey is in episode eight yes so part part of me thinks having her be immaculately conceived kind of ruins that because it does make her again special yeah but i don't know i i could be i could be down with it it's it's tough because the whole message of the last jedi is that in that that was Luke's revelation, and he was right about this, that the Jedi's folly was thinking that the Force belonged to them and mm-hmm. that they had it all figured out, when in reality, the Force belongs to everyone. And that's the speech that Yoda gives in Empire. Right. Um, and that's what the ending of The Last Jedi with just that random kid who was right. inspired by Luke Skywalker, you know, using the Force and everything. So it would be a mistake to go back on that and say, no, actually... Ray is secretly a very important uh, person. She's related to yeah. this famous Star Wars guy. That part would be a little bit frustrating, but but I do think I'm fine with the idea that like she was. Uh, I I think I'm okay with the idea that she was a Palpatine. Here's here's like, the other thing: is we have a precedent for the Emperor having children. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's never really specified who these emperors' children are in in old legends. Yeah, but or or like how they came to be. Like or, where I don't think it's ever said. Like oh, he just he takes kids when he can tell they're force sensitive when they're young or not. But like if they go the route of Anakin wasn't the only person he tried to do this with. Like maybe there are lots of kids out there. Maybe some of them are the Knights of Ren. You yeah. know, maybe maybe Palpatine has done this several times and Rey is just one of them. That makes her a little less special, but she's still she's a product of someone else. But it's not. It doesn't really define her. I don't know. I It's it leaves it open very much for. Yeah. I, I just hope it doesn't ruin any arcs that she went through in episode eight, because I really love her journey in episode eight. Finally coming to grips at the end when Poe looks at her and says, oh, I know who you are. I've heard yeah, of you. Yeah. That is such a great moment because now she's like, it's not because of anything else, but because of what I've done, people recognize me, and it's I, a great moment. I guess that's the argument in favor of that in a way is like she has gone through her basic, her full arc in terms of accepting her role as a hero, mm-hmm. and so now whatever's thrown at her, she's right. like, I already overcame all that. I don't care where I come from, I don't care if, you know, I'm some experiment from some Sith Lord or something. Right. I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. How great would it be for, like, some reveal of Palpatine to say, I'm the one who made you, and Ray's just like, I don't care. Yeah, she's like, so what? So what? Like, you suck, and I'm gonna kill you. That would be great, and, like, completely turn it on him, and... Yeah, that that would be be really great. Yeah. That'd Um, be amazing. So that'd be cool. I think that... Star Wars. Star Wars is great. Star First Wars. of all, let's talk about Star Wars is great. We like it. <laughs> we like it. Um, it does seem like these movies, uh, I think Ryan paved the way for some weirdness. Yeah. In terms of The Last Jedi getting a little weird. And if we are getting into the realm of Palpatine in any way is coming back. And 
I, I've seen people say, like, well, maybe he's not actually coming back physically. Maybe he's just, like, in a flashback or a vision or something. Maybe. I'm thinking, ah, I'm pretty sure the reason why they brought back Ian McDermott was right. to say, he's the bad guy of yes. the movie. Yeah. And this is going to be the thing that brings, you know, right. Ray and Kylo together. They didn't say that specifically, but no, it, you wouldn't it would think make that sense. they'd bring the guy out if he was just going to be in one cameo. Right, if he just has like a, a few lines of dialogue or something. Right. Like, he's I going think, to be a main figure in this movie. I think he'll have as much to do in this as he did in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I think I he'll agree. be sitting in a creepy in a poop throne. Chair. In a yeah. poop chair. And he'll be <laughs> pointing lazily at people. The just love their poop chairs. They love their poop chairs. Um, I... Hey, look, it's Obi-Wan. Mm. No, that's not Obi-Wan. That's the clones guy. <laughs> anyway, we, we do still have Celebration on in the background. Yes. Uh, D. Bradley Baker, that's his name. De Bradley Baker. De Bradley Baker. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a football player. It does. De Bradley. De Bradley Baker. <laughs> um, what were we saying before I got distracted by Rex? We talked about Palpatine <laughs> being the main bad guy. Palpatine being the main bad guy. There's something else I was going to say about poop chairs. His role. His role. His roll of toilet paper for the poop chair. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. This trailer wow. is really good. Yeah, it is really good. Um, we, I kind of just want to talk about Palpatine. Oh yeah, in terms of like getting weird, right? Oh yes, because this was such a Legends thing. Oh, I remember like, what I was going to say, but continue. Like in Legends, they brought back a clone of the Emperor, which I don't think they would do. I think I hope JJ that would be happen. like, no, yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but I can see some weirdness of him like wanting some physical body to manifest or something like that yeah. or he has attained the ability to take on a physical form like a force ghost uh i i think we're gonna see palpatine in some i way. agree i yeah. agree and what got me excited about this is because way back in the day after the kotor games were out um which listeners may know are like one of my favorite things about star wars is the knights of the old republic series (laughs) um i might have mentioned it a couple times but those were just filled with like it didn't matter if you were a light side user or a dark side user if you were strong in the force and you figured it out you could become a force ghost after death yeah that was just like a thing that happened it happened in old canon you have like xr coon and you've got all these other like force ghosts that were evil that were still around and then at some point, Lucas changed that, and he's like, no, this is a thing mm-hmm. that Qui-Gon figured out how to do. Yeah. Light side users do this, and no one else does this. And that's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way, because it gets rid of so much of, even before all of Legends was gone, that retconned a bunch of Legends that said, no, this never happened, because yeah. a Junta Paul can't become a Force user, because <laughs> he's evil. Right. So... The thought of, and I've totally been against Anakin coming back in these movies mm. with that caveat that like only light side users can do this because I don't uh-huh. consider Anakin Solo a light side user at his death. He did one good thing. Riley has I've got, this opinion. Guys. I have this opinion. He did one good thing at the end, mm. and then that, but that doesn't like erase all the terrible things he did up until yeah. that point. But if Palpatine can come back. Yeah. Then I'm totally 100% on board with Anakin uh, Skywalker coming back because I think I said Anakin Solo earlier, but Anakin Skywalker coming back. I mean, ideally we'll see Anakin Solo. Ideally he will be in this movie. But yeah, I'm fine with him coming back if it's a thing that any person strong in the Force can do. Yeah, I think that would be a 
fine wreck. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes people get too attached to like, this is not how George had it. But you got to remember that George... George didn't know how he had it. He changed over the 30 years he had it. Read interviews from when episode one came out. And he he said emphatically <laughs> that he wanted to show Maul getting brutally cut in half <laughs> and a right. mist of blood coming out and him falling down a shaft so that there will be no question that he was dead. Right. And yet Dave Filoni and his crew had a cool idea to bring him back on. He's yeah, like, and George yeah, is like, fine. But I, I, I think, I think Dave has said in the past that it was actually George. It was idea. actually George's idea. Yeah, right. He came in and he wanted Mar- Maul to come back. So it's like, and here's he the changed thing. his mind. When he was George a had a cool idea, he was like, mm, it's okay to change it if the yes. idea is good enough. And that's one of the things that frustrates me about people who say like, why wasn't there this overarching plan? I think it fundamentally misunderstands how storytelling works. It's like you tell your story. You have these actors who embody the characters. Right. They inform the story. Like, you know, when they when they wrote The Force Awakens, they notoriously had to go back and do some reshoots because the way they had Ray and Finn's dynamic wasn't working for the actors. Like, they were just friends. And they kind of had them at each other's throats immediately. And it didn't work because mm-hmm. they were just too... They had too much chemistry. Yeah, yeah the, the chemistry it. was great. So yeah. instead, they kind of made it a little bit of a friendship, possible romance mm-hmm. there, and that's how that's how these stories work. These stories they're not work. they're not set in stone. These are stories and never changing. Yes, George Lucas was the head of it all, but even he would change things in the middle of shooting. He would change the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would change uh, a, a choice that a character made. Like once you see an actor make a choice, or right. a, somebody on your you know, art department team has a cooler idea for the way something looks or, you know, there's just so many people. This is not one person's movie. Right. This is, there are, there's a director. This but is something different now. And George was a collaborative guy. He had a huge yeah. art department. He had people making sets and costumes. The CGI department had a huge role in the development of like mm-hmm. fight scenes and everything. And that's just, movies are collaborative and they evolve. Yeah. And you can have a plan, but if you have a better idea, you would change the plan anyway. Yep. What I have said, and I think about this a lot because I'm a big. Ooh. Ooh. I think we just saw some new episode nine footage in the background there. (laughs) I don't know what that was. Um, All the Star Wars shows starting. That's why. Um, You can cut all that out. But. (laughs) Leave it in. I'm not editing this one very much. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a big Lost fan, and people talk about how much they hated Lost because it didn't have a cohesive plan. Mm -hmm. What's funny is a lot of the things that people say they don't like was actually planned. And the season that people think is the best season, people that like tend to not like the end, people yeah. like after season one, it all went downhill. Well, season one was the season where they were making it up as they went along. Right. They thought they only had 12 episodes. And they're like, <laughs> we're just going to throw as much crazy stuff as we, we can. We didn't get it all out of the way right now. <laughs> and then they got picked up for the rest of the season. <laughs> and in fact, another season, they're like, oh, okay, well, we got to figure this stuff out. And now we have to figure so it out. So in between seasons one and two of Lost, they planned out the whole rest of the trajectory of the show. And then in season three, they really solidified things. So the funny th- and the funny thing happened was a lot of the writers left the show because the writers felt like there's too much plan. We don't have much of a voice anymore. We can't play around and get creative because you're the kind of going of the show, you're going through the motions of doing what we're just is executing what is figured the plan. Out. We're yeah. not you know discovering things like we used to be doing right. in season one. And so that there was a lot of turnover of writers between seasons one and two and two and three for that reason. And so what I always say is that you don't hate that there wasn't a plan because if the plan sucks, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. But if they make it up and it, as they go along and you like it, 
What does that matter? Yeah. Like Breaking Bad, people agree, is a pretty cohesive show when the showrunners are pretty adamant that they took it one episode at a time. And even when they did the first episode of the last season, they had this flash forward to the end. They didn't know what it was going to mean. Right. But it all works out really well. So I think you it's such a dogmatic viewpoint to take. Why isn't there a plan? It can only be good if it's planned out so far in advance. Yeah. Ooh, look at that Lego. Oh, wanna, this is nice. Legos. Is that the that's the Tantavi Tantavi Four? Some might say. You and me. By the way, can we just shout out to younger Riley, who always pronounced it as the Tantiv? Because why wouldn't you pronounce it as the Tantiv? Yeah. When you only to see our it, friends and family who say Tantiv. Yeah, I used to say it until I, one time I heard someone say Tantivy and I'm like, oh, that's how you're supposed to say it. That's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Hey, this has uh, been a Tantivy corner. Psh. I have 500 upvotes on a comment recently. Just uh, so you on know. Reddit. Why are yeah, you on Reddit? Reddit? Reddit's unhealthy. Why it actually ever, is. Why would you ever be on Reddit? Yeah, it's not a good choice for me. But okay, I took a screenshot. And speaking of why it's unhealthy, I took a screenshot of this. This was I don't remember what thread this was on just the movies Reddit just for all movies. So of course they they posted something about episode nine. I think it was I don't know some interview with Kathleen Kennedy or something. The top voted comment, and it has like a silver award, mm. which is like the second highest award you can get. Why are you get. doing this to me? I never see stuff like this. It has over a thousand upvotes. Says, The fact that all three movie scripts were not written and finalized with the series as big and important as Star Wars before they started filming episode seven is what really baffles me. And I don't mean finalizing the script exactly. You know, just said that. Yeah, that is what he said. Because you have to have some flexibility to change and modify things and move forward. But the key arc of the story and the end goal should at least be hammered out. A series as important as Star Wars is not one you risk with not being planned out. Such a disappointment. IML. Do you think this person has ever written anything creative in their life? <laughs> like, seriously, people who yeah. say this don't know how the creative process works. That was not the end of his comment, Oh, great. I was hoping it was. No, it's a lot longer. Okay, episode 8 <laughs> took every bit of world building of episode 7 and just tossed it out. J.J. Nope. Abrams just left to pick up the pieces. Oh how God. on earth did somebody <laughs> think it was an okay idea to go into these films without an actual real plan? Or if there was one, why on earth did they just throw it out for episode 8? I can't help but feel that this is going to become a lesson in a history class or some kind of college business class as a case example of how you can actually destroy a multi a multi-billion dollar brand destroy one major serious mistake i mean the original prequels were definitely a disappointment and not quite the space opera tragedy that they had the uh, potential to be but they didn't crap on the franchise they didn't disrespect the stars it's really sad that Star Wars is now destroyed as a it franchise. It was destroyed. Remember it's all the weird, bad though, reviews? It's because I'm seeing a lot of people at Celebration who paid a lot of money to be there, and Galaxy's Edge is going to be making more money than, you know, everyone in Ohio will see in their lifetime. And like, <laughs> I, I tweeted this and then deleted it, because uh, sometimes I just tweet things and delete things so I can get it out of my system and pretend like I said it out loud. But like, do people like that ever wonder why other writers and directors love The Last Jedi? No. And they yet don't it's only anything. seemingly fans. Yeah. Fans. And people with YouTube channels that seem to hate it. Yeah. People who Why is it that people creative who people make, like it? People that who make their own money off of getting clicks yeah. because like by, you know, yeah. causing people to get angry and get their clicks that way. I want to be clear that like <clears throat> I'm okay with people disliking The Last Jedi because... Yes, absolutely. Like, I do think that there's a lot of just, like, personal taste things. Mm -hmm. Like, 
if you don't find the jokes funny, then you don't find them funny. That's fine. And if you don't think that a certain character arc is effective, then that's that's fine. But I It's the this, idea that this movie completely ruined Star Wars and threw out everything that came before it and that like Star Wars is now it can never be good again because yeah. of this one movie. That's when you're just like, I, I know not to take you seriously because you're not looking at this as a movie. You're yeah. looking at this as some like through whatever lens you view the world, uh-huh. you're now viewing this movie in that light, and it's just like that's not. I've you're never not, been that mad at anything. Yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> I, I honestly have not either. Like I've sometimes I'll get fake mad about bad. I like bad movies, so I like yeah. to watch bad movies. And uh, I went on Super Movie Ball and talked about a bad movie that I love to hate. But I'm not actually mad at it. And if it's in like a franchise you like, like I know you don't like the Ant Man movies, correct? Yeah, I don't like the Ant Man movies. But like I like, really don't like Ant Man yes, Wasp. That's totally It's ruined. It's ruined, but like that's totally fine. You yeah. don't have to like that movie. I just skip them. There are twenty three movies in that <laughs> series, in that franchise. Yeah. You don't have to like every single one. But to yeah. say that Ant Man and the Wasp ruined Infinity War is just it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's really crazy to me because and I'm I'm sure that like whatever, you know, Ruin Johnson subreddit <laughs> if that's a thing was like, "Hey guys, go over there and and the Donald probably went over there for some yes. reason and just was like, "Hey, because we'll it's put not, this it's comment too." It's not about too. the movie anymore. No, and that's what's weird to me is it has become this other thing. Yes. And it's just the prequels again. It's just like this like copy Find and replace The Last Jedi with The Phantom Menace or any number of prequel yes. movies. And the, the Force same, Awakens when it came out. People... And The Force Awakens, like the same thing. Or honestly, Return of the Jedi when that came out and fans were so upset that it had become commercialized and suddenly there's all these teddy bears instead of, you know, cool Wookiees like we were supposed to get. Right. Uh, it's just, it's the same thing every time. I, I think the big difference between... The Last Jedi, the the reaction that it got and the reaction every other Star Wars movie has gotten, negative or positive, is the time that The Last Jedi came out. Mm-hmm. In our in our culture, in our society, yeah. The Last Jedi came out in a very tumultuous time in our society as a whole. That's true. And there are many things that are behind The Last Jedi hate more than just fans being upset with a Star Wars movie they didn't like. Because fans have been upset with, like you said, they've been upset with Star Wars movies they didn't like yeah. since, since Empire Strikes Back, I'm sure. Yeah. And... What has happened with The Last Jedi is indicative of more things in our society than just people disliking a movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. what's what's funny is I sometimes, because I hate myself, I'll still try to watch a Red Letter Media review. Because oh, I used to like those guys. That? Like, And I was watching I a, a review of Shazam, which I really liked, and they really liked. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it, and they seemed to like it because it wasn't trying to quote unquote be diverse or and the last Jedi got brought up of course and they did. were like what's the last Jedi about again and the main guy who like plays uh plinkett or whatever said it's about how men are terrible and a lady with purple hair uh, is the best or something like they said that and i was <laughs> like wow so, you're was... really betraying your worldview just unabashedly yes, exactly because that is so not what the movie is about it's like i, I don't that is one character in a movie yeah that they have chosen to make it this whole know. movie's about that oh, i, so I think that people it, it's the same way that people don't know how to like read an actual article they only read the headline it's like yeah. when somebody in a movie says let the past die or luke says i'm a little mad right now suddenly it's like wait a minute so this whole movie is about 
how Luke is terrible and we should let the past die. It's like, no. No, it's you not about that. pay attention to the movie. It's not about that. Luke is in the wrong, and yeah. the movie explicitly says Luke is in the wrong, and that's why he shows up at the end. I think that's my thing. Like, I don't care if people dislike The Last Jedi, but I dis- I, I hate that people uh, intentionally misinterpret hate The, the Last Jedi based on things that are crazy and not yes. true. Like, that's right. why I'm okay if you hate the ending of Lost, but if you think it sucks because they were all dead the whole time, yeah. I have a problem with you because that's not what, that's like literally the opposite of what right. the ending was. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about Lost the whole time, I think. No. <laughs> Welcome to Grandma Talk. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to Lost and Found. It, uh, so, somehow our trailer discussion is talk- has gone into The Last Jedi again. Yeah. But that's all right. Oh, and, and, and so this brings up something that, like, because we, we've been doing commentaries on all the movies. Yeah. Um, when we get to the sequels, I want to wait until after rise of skywalker do we even mention the, the rise title? of skywalker we didn't talk about the title but i was kind of avoiding it because i think we're okay. on opposite ends of the let's, spectrum let's here. talk about that later but okay. like when we get like after that comes out yeah um then i want to do the commentaries for the sequels because it's been bumming me out that we've been viewing everything star wars through the lens of the last jedi which is the middle of a trilogy yeah which we don't know and we don't know how happen. it ends like mm-hmm. it's much more interesting to talk about the prequels when you know what happens at the end of Revenge of the Sith, and it's yeah. much more interesting to talk about the original trilogy when you know the end of Return of the Jedi. And to continue my rants, and I like to apologize to my palms right now for all the fingernails that are bleeding <laughs> I, into them. Yeah, the, the worst part is all the blood you're getting on the table. Like, I honestly, I have to clean that <laughs> later. Short circuit the microphone. Um, I now I understand that there's a difference between the original trilogy and this. Because there was this indie filmmaker with a heart of gold, American sweetheart, George Lucas, at the head of it all. And he was the creative voice of it. And I'm a big George Lucas defender. Mm-hmm. Riley is not so much I'm not. on our show. I don't I don't hate him. So I'm a big prequel <laughs> defender if you're a new listener to the show or whatever. I totally understand. There is a difference between how the original trilogy is made and how the sequel trilogy is made. Obviously, we now have at least six movies worth of continuity up to this point. But... What is true about the original trilogy is that it was kind of a cluster every single time. Yes. If you read the really, really well done, well researched making of Star Wars books, uh, there's all these quotes and interviews and excerpts from you know interviews from people who all rungs of the Lucasfilm ladder, and those movies just always were held together with duct tape. Right. Lucas's plan would change a bunch. The writers would change a bunch. Uh, For the first one, the budget would change things yeah. a lot. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, writers were brought in. I don't remember their names. I feel I always forget these two guys or this man, this woman who were brought in to fix the script of um, or not fix the script, but kind of polish up the script of A New Hope. Um, Empire Kazan was brought in kind of notoriously at the last second. Yeah. There was this writer. He did a lot of dialogue stuff, but maybe yeah. didn't change the story there around. Was, like the main writer they had for Empire, <laughs> like Lucas fired her at kind of like late in the game and you can read extra yeah. stuff and it's really bad uh return of the jedi was the worst of all of them like it had the most absolute tumultuous battle of all those movies all the actors were kind of out of their minds at that point yeah. like in the script, whatever like they had a really they had. hard time getting the script to work and they had a hard time getting the movie to like feel like the right pacing and everything uh i'm being really articulate right now you're welcome <laughs> but I, I say all that because they took it one movie at a time, and when they did A New Hope, which, of course, was lightning in a bottle, uh, they didn't know they were going to get a sequel. Lucas had that stuff in his head, but he didn't know, so they had to make it a complete story. But if you were to watch that movie, you would think, 
wait, what's the sequel? They destroyed the Empire. They blew up yeah, the Death it's Star. It's gone. There was a huge ceremony. And there was medals and everything. Yeah. What's the next movie going to be? Well, the next movie's called The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, they're coming and back. And it turns out the Empire is actually winning now. They're hunting down all the rebels. They're a lot bigger than what we saw. <laughs> yeah, and which would seem like a retcon, so yeah. to speak. Which you don't think of it being now, but that's it kind of had to be mm-hmm. in order to make a sequel exist. Uh, in the story we heard about Luke's father being Anakin, being a guy who was killed by Darth Vader, was just true when yeah. Lucas wrote that. He didn't have in mind that Anakin was Luke's father. Right. That was something they brought in kind of late into the writing of You go like, Empire. well, that didn't make sense because what? Obi-Wan just lied to him, which like, yeah, it turns out, yes, he did. Yeah. But he only and they lied- had to address that in the third movie. <laughs> right. Which he only lied to him because like, and he, they address it in a... A messy way. Yeah, like, exactly. I, like it's not it's not a clean way of like retconning this where they just said, Well, from a certain point of view I was right. Not really. No. <laughs> the, it, no there's no point of view where you were right, Obi Wan, but it, it, but it's okay. Yeah, like and obviously Luke and Leia were not meant to be brother and sister until pretty late in the game. Like there right. were several drafts of Return of the Jedi where that was not the case. Right. And so you had to fix it by just having Obi Wan sit in a log <laughs> and give exposition to Luke for five minutes. Right. Uh, explaining all He's these like, continuity <gasps> things. Leia, I, somehow I've always known. It's like, you. Mm, okay. Like, the first or the second time you guys kissed. Yeah, the, when did you know this? Right. So, <laughs> yes, Lucas was the creative force, but there was always a changing plan, always in motion, the future was. Oh, wow. Hey, what would you have to buy at Walmart, <laughs> right? Uh, and I think that, to be honest, I think there was more planning and collaboration put into the sequel trilogy. I absolutely think so. Ryan was writing the movie as Seven was filming. Mm-hmm. He was getting dailies. Like he, If you think, like, him and J.J. don't talk... Like, of course they were talking. They did, and, like, they, like Ryan asked things to be changed about Force Awakens to accommodate his story, and vice versa. Yeah. J.J. produced The Last Jedi. He wasn't... Right. He didn't show up to the movie theater confused about He's what like, happened. Well, I, I don't know what's happening. He saw... Like, every step minute, of the you, way, he was there. You killed Luke? I didn't want you to do that. Yeah. No. Right. He was a producer on the film. Uh, he wasn't He's blindsided not, He's not picking it. up the pieces that Ryan Johnson left him. He's... He's working with the pieces that him and Ryan Johnson yeah. and Kennedy and the whole story group built. Like it just seems like a very conspiratorial. Like, yeah. Again, uh, people just associate a pop culture thing being planned with it being good, and I think it really does right. go back to Lost, which was the first major thing that captured America's minds via mystery. And then it was revealed that they didn't always have the most finite of plans and they were willing to change things. People were mm-hmm. like, ah, no! <laughs> you had to have all written it down from day one. But that causes this crazy, like, paradox where it's like, okay, so you plan it all out five years in advance and then you just execute that? Yeah. Then there's, then there's the no... First? There's no... I hate to use this term because I don't know if it's the right one, but, like, there's no passion behind it. Like yes. there's, there's no, it doesn't allow for any inspiration on the day of filming where you want to change something. And it doesn't allow for any inspiration you might have on a weekend when you take your dog out for a walk and you go, you know, what might be better is if we do this, like <laughs> right. that's how the creative process works. It's not like you, yeah. you don't just sit in a room, you create, and then you get up and you, you go. It's like, these guys are constantly thinking about this and things change. Yeah. Ugh. It just bothers me when people are dumb. People are dumb, and yeah. it is a sad fact of our life. But you know what's not dumb? Star Wars. Star Wars and that trailer. <laughs> that trailer. Let's talk about one last thing. Okay. The title of the movie. The title of the movie. We got to talk about it. The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Singular. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I, I can't. Yeah. I, I don't hate it. 
I'm I'm like I can't get more indifferent to this title than I am, I think, (laughs) because I don't hate it and I don't love it. Like The Last Jedi, that title, it got Mm. me. Like Right away, I was on board with The Last Jedi. That's such a great title. Um, The Force Awakens, again, another great title. I love both of those. This one, I'm going to need context of what it means. Um, Like The Last Jedi, it didn't really matter to me what it meant. Did it mean... Ray is the last Jedi. Did it mean Luke's the last Jedi? Is we, it is it plural? It didn't like none yeah. of that mattered. I love the title. This one though, what what Skywalker are we talking about for me to care yeah. about this title? I don't know. It is definitely I've I've seen a couple of takes. It's like they clearly just named it this for internet speculation for eight months where the movie comes out, which I don't I mean I don't really feel like that. That's gonna happen no matter what title they choose. So I don't Do think you they think were that people didn't speculate about uh Return of the Jedi or Exactly. Uh, or, or even the last Jedi, I I saw. I don't know how many articles I saw saying, "Well, in French, it's yeah. it's plural." <laughs> right. Like when, so we know that this title isn't talking about one Jedi; it's talking about multiple Jedi. It's just like it's gonna happen no matter what title you choose. And then people were like, "Remember, like how in Return of the Jedi, Yoda called Luke the last Jedi." And then it was re- reiterated in the yes. title crawl of Force Awakens. It's probably just about that. It's, it's probably just, just about Luke. It's probably just about They're that. Like, no, 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 no. No, it can't be. It could <laughs> be about be anything. A complicated conspiracy theory. <laughs> this, again, is the curse of the legacy of Lost. Of everything has to be overanalyzed to death because everything well, it's is all JJ's mystery. fault. <laughs> it, it kind of is. <laughs> Even though he I only had... I blame JJ. I blame no. Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse yeah. for making compelling television. Yeah, JJ didn't have that much. But like... That is kind of where that started in my mind. I'm just like, we're going to analyze every pixel of this until we're blue in the face. And then when it's not the theory that we thought it was, we're going to complain about it. Well, that's also around the time when the internet is becoming more of a force. Yes. And, and it's one thing if like the two of us were friends and we lived near each other and we were talking about this, but like now that anybody, if that were true, true. but like, (laughs) but that's what I'm saying. Like 20 years ago, that's kind of what would have happened. I guess it's more than 20 years ago now. But yeah. but even then, like, we would have, you'd have to talk about it with your friends. And yes. now you can share your thoughts with everybody in the world. And so this speculation is only going to get worse because so yeah. many people can do it and share it. And Well, that's, that's the stories that you hear. I mean, I remember growing up watching the prequels. Um, it was just like at school, you'd play Star Wars in the playground. You'd talk about what you thought was going to happen, and you'd debate with your friends. Yeah. Like, you know that Obi-Wan is going to probably get beaten by Anakin, but how's that going to happen? And, like, but I didn't, I just was, like, kind of slow to the internet craze. Right. I mean, I just had, like, slow internet in the yeah. country. <laughs> Dial up. Mar- like, Marysville, where I grew up. Right. Like, so I just didn't bother. I just talked about it with people that I knew, and that's how it was back in the day. It was just, mm-hmm. like, it's always kids arguing on a playground. That's still what it is now. It's just the playground's really big. The playground's really big, and the people are adults, <laughs> yeah. and nobody's having any fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> the swings are just growing cobwebs. Everyone's just standing in the middle of like the basketball court screaming at each other. <laughs> I love it. It's great. I love it. <laughs> that wasn't a terrible analogy, actually. No, it's actually very accurate. I felt like Isaac's spirit inhabited me like Palpatine did. Mm-hmm. I'm just headcanon that that was like Vader's helmet is Palpatine. That's just my headcanon now. He electrocuted it. 
Return of the Jedi. Be. It could be. Who knows, man? I, I like. Mean, ooh, I like that Kylo is putting his helmet back together. I like that shot. Oh man, it's a very good shot. Did I you like see that. The like hands of that shot, by the way, they were very furry little hands. Weird. Yeah, but I think it was a Knight of Ren because you can kind of see like the arm. Could be a Knight of Ren. Could be a Nogri. Could be a Bothan. Who knows what, what if it, it is? Was a familiar alien. What if it was a familiar alien? I'd love it. Boy, wouldn't that? Be um, nice? but. Did you see a single Twi'lek and all the aliens? I, I can't talk about this because I'm so disappointed. <laughs> there was not a familiar alien in that in that. And on the movie. TV behind us was like some highlight reel of Twi'leks. I know. It was really it was really rubbing it in. Twi'leks no Twi'lek throughout shown. history except movies. Uh, I just hope, I really do hope that um, aliens get more speaking roles in this. We've had sure is a big old fat guy that's apparently very. Important. I know, and I hope he gets to talk and like he's oh, a. I miss I miss aliens getting uh, as subtitles? much as I. N- subtitles. I'm fine with subtitles. Oh. I don't care. I just want them to have like a role. Yeah. I as much as I don't like Jar Jar that much as yeah. a character. I don't like Jar Jar that much. Whatever. I miss there being just like an alien following the guys around talking, and I'm I'm sick of humans. Rebels had it all figured out. Guys. Rebels had it figured out. Give me a Zeb. Clone Wars had it all figured out. Yeah. Honestly, the prequels had it all figured out. Really I know. It's been the sequel trilogy. My reaction after watching the trailer was to watch Phantom Menace again. And uh, what a nice mixture of old and new that Out- movie was. Outside of Maz. Yeah. What is there? Like who? What like what aliens have like a main role, a main speaking role? Oh, yeah. Outside of Maz. Yeah. You question. get you get like a couple of Poe's friends who are like pilots, the Abinettos. That, yeah, you get L.O. Asti. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, that's so really it's. I mean, what's crazy is that that's true of the original trilogy too. Like, yeah, Neem Dub. I know. Says nothing. I know. Uh, well, Neem Dub's always there. He's in all the movies. He's in all now with his pancakes. I just saw he's. They got the actor who played him to be in Galaxy's Edge to play his character there. <laughs> they went to Kenya to find the guy and record his lines in Kenya. <laughs> I'm like, you guys have a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, because anybody else would be like, it's literally Neemnub. Yeah, we don't Who need cares? to get the same just, person. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but, but they're like, we know you guys would be happy that we went and got the original actor. I'm like, I guess I'm happy. Yeah. Thanks. But you I know just, what? If I, they didn't, there'd be all these threads like, this I'd, guy was screwed. I know, there would be. That's the sad yeah. part. Man, we talked for a long time about Star Wars. We talked for a long time Has about there Star been this Wars. Much sustained conversation about Star Wars on our show. What did you think about the the name? I, we oh, got I my thoughts in it. What do, what do you What do you think about the rise of Skywalker? Oh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I saw that title, and I was like, whoa, that is like so far away from what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's crazy about it, and I think it's causing a little bit of people being like, are they going to retcon the Last Jedi a lot? Because Luke died. That uh, yeah. feels like something that should stay true. I don't think they're gonna bring Luke back to life. Although I wouldn't no. be opposed to it. Like if Luke's the guy who figures out how to come back to life, immortality. That seems yeah. appropriate, especially if he's our hero and our Christ metaphor. I don't feel like we need Christ metaphors in Star Wars. No, leave that to Superman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I. But then again, EU Luke is kind of Superman. He kind of. So I, I don't love the idea of Luke actually coming back to life. But what I, would I right. think is going to happen is just the continuing rise of the legacy of the Skywalkers. Yeah. And in the same way that the Dark Knight Rises barely had any Batman in it, but it was about the legacy of Batman and how it inspired people and brought on yeah. the next generation of the next Batman and everything. I think this is going to be that. It's it's about the legacy that these new characters have inherited, which is the legacy of the 
the Skywalkers and yeah. that legend is going to rise and influence yeah the my 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 ultimate hope is that Skywalker comes to being something different in the movie because yeah. they keep talking over and over in that panel they said this is the end of the legacy this is the end of the saga this yeah. is the end of the Skywalker saga and then the it's called the rise of Skywalker those yeah. those initially seem opposed mm-hmm. like how can something that's ending be rising yeah but hopefully my ultimate hope is that skywalker like you said comes to mean something different in context of this movie and and it whatever that is rises it seems to be a popular theory which means it probably won't be true what you're saying that they'll get away they'll like do away with the jedi Mm -hmm. because luke was kind of correct and that they were flawed yeah and that maybe they should end but Ray was right that, you know, we can start anew and learn from their mistakes. So maybe they'll start a new generation of Force users called Skywalkers. The Skywalkers, yeah. And that'd be cool. I think uh, in the Thrawn books, like the new Thrawn books, I think they reveal that, like, Jedi translates to Skywalker and Chiss. Oh, really? Which uh, would be kind of cool. That'd be another thread that they planted way back when that or would pay off. Did they cast Pierce Brosnan to play Thrawn? This is the big question everyone has. Oh, uh, Pierce Brosnan is in this movie? No. But oh. have you seen? The, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. That then. they for Star Wars Celebration. No, does it look like Pierce the Brosnan? The depiction of Thrawn is Pierce. There's no question it's Pierce Brosnan. Weird. It looks exactly like him. I gotta find this. I gotta it's find crazy. a picture of it. You'd think they'd use uh, Lars Mikkelsen, considering he's a famous actor who plays Thrawn. You'd think that, and it looks like Thrawn in real life. Pierce face. Brosnan. For- I mean, that's 100 percent Pierce Brosnan, right? <laughs> that's just him. <laughs> that's that's weird. Show it to me again. That's weird. I know. That's just Pierce Brosnan. Why did they do that? I don't know. He must be like I mean, in some maybe he's in the Mandalorian or something. I don't know who make that could be. I don't know who makes who would whose job it would be to make that. But people It was just some artist they hired. See, I mean, I don't know. I he's feel like people re, he doesn't even have red I, eyes. I, I know. Yeah, that is very weird. He doesn't have red eyes. <sighs> I mean, people use references. Maybe that just like slipped past everyone. The Kanan doesn't look like Kanan. Ezra doesn't really look like Ezra. And what's so weird about that is, like, why not use their, like, the actors, they made them look like the actors. The cartoon people all look like their voice actors. Yeah, that's very weird. Just make Freddie Prince Jr. into Kanan. That's Taylor very... Taylor looks exactly like he, Ezra. He does. Oh, look at that. Look at that Kanan. Look at that Ezra. I don't like him. Bad. Maybe those are the actors they hired to play the live-action Rebels. Oh, no. <laughs> you think they're coming back and... If they did live action rebels and they didn't get Freddie Prince Jr. and Taylor Gray and like the whole gang, that would be what a scam. that would be criminal. That would be criminal. You got to get those guys to do live action. That would be mm-hmm. what a scam. Well, we talked about Star Wars for uh, an hour and fifteen. Yeah, hour fifteen. Boy, yeah. not much is going to get cut out. Honestly, we stayed on topic. Did. What is cu- this show? I'm going to cut out that one section where you sounded really pretentious. Yeah, that good. you wanted me to cut out. Yeah. So, listener, no, you missed that. Are you going to cut out you saying? <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll cut that out too. <laughs> uh, I turn to be on record as I think that you forgot that. And then, <laughs> well, we did. we did it. We talked about it. We're, I'm I'm sure we're we're about to watch like we're doing other stuff today. Or we're probably going to watch Empire Strikes Back. Yes, I doubt this is the last time we talk about Celebration news. Oh God, no. I feel like it's going to come up in our it's discussions play today. Your fever next like three weeks. Yeah, we're recording this all in one. And day. because we're very excited to be it. Uh, at home in ohio and not in chicago oh, so can you imagine being three hours away that'd be terrible yeah it's so 
close. It's Riley. so close. It's so much closer than where we went in Orlando. <laughs> it's so much closer to I go know. to Chicago. I just made it because uh, my wife went to Florida recently and we made that drive and I was like, oh my God, we did this for celebration. I know. We did it so in close. one we did it in one day. Did you guys do one day? Yeah. That's such a long drive in one day. Yeah. I mean we Yeah. Yeah. And Chicago's just, right there. Chicago's right there. But it was so expensive. It was so expensive. It was so hard to get tickets. Like even if we tried to get them on the day they came out. So far we've made like negative two hundred dollars on this podcast. So <laughs> yeah. we, we can't we can't use any of our podcast money to go to a, a no. convention. <laughs> no. Wallet is pretty late. <laughs> the podcast fund. Oh boy. Um, if you enjoyed this show and want to talk to us in real life about Star Wars, we have a Discord. Yeah, we've gotten some new people in there recently because we remembered that we had to invite people to yeah, join. Yeah, I always forget about that. Uh, email us at grandmoftalking.com. Tweet us at grandmoftalking. Those are ways you can also be invited to Discord. Yeah, too. just find us. Tweet stuff. And by the way, I, I, maybe I'll have to mention this next episode so it's like right up top, but we've been stuck at like 31 two reviews or something for a while we gotta get the reviews. if we got that 33rd review we'd be at celebration uh review our show because we get yeah. more than 30 listeners is what i'm gonna say so i think we do i think opinion, we do why don't we have hundreds and hundreds of reviews that's that's true that is very true Un- inexcusable and unexcusable, and unexcusable. I both of them to express my discontent if everyone who is listening reviewed us it would give us a good idea of how many listeners we have. <laughs> we do because we're across so many platforms. We, we don't, don't know thing. how many people listen, but if every yeah. single one of you reviewed, then we'd know. Then we'd know. Hopefully, we don't get five more reviews. <laughs> 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 but uh, you know, review us and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. This anyway. Has been long form discussion of the international. It's Star also Wars been delicately saga. curated. Taylor to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host Riley. Ah, ha, 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 ha. That was my impression. <laughs> that was my impression of Palpatine. That laugh was so great. That was like the Final Fantasy <laughs> laugh. That's a meme. Uh, and Jake. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
like in his basement, just like kind of Making improving it, the like, CGI H- yeah, from HD-ifying the prequel. Yeah, the... It's like, all right, if this is going to be a 4K resolution, I'm going to. Oh, it's going to be so expensive to buy all nine of them. I mean, in if you one think set, about it, but I'll do it. Nine movies, bonus discs for all of them. Are we really going to have like a 18 disc Blu-ray set? <laughs> like that's 4K. It's uh, look that's at, like three hundred. Look at Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> will. It's a real thing. It's going to be more hours than Lord of the Rings, and <sighs> that'd be great. I would love a more comprehensive, yes, behind the look documentary of all the new movies. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that ever freaking happens. And I can't wait to pay two hundred dollars for that collection of yep. Blu-rays. Yep. <laughs> we can we, even if we like we both went in on it. That's too much. <laughs> that's too much money. <laughs> that is too much money. It took me a while to get the like. I it was a big splurge when I got the Star Wars Blu-ray collection. It was it, like a yeah. hundred bucks. That's when a it lot came of money. Out. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but it is Star Wars. It is Star Wars. And I had this great new Blu-ray player. Of course, I have to get it. Yep. You have to. What are, what are your options? N- none. Not to not buy it. Yeah, that's not an option. And just enjoy your memories of the movies. Hobbs, are you sneezy too? He's a... Uh, he's Yeah, he's sneezing oh. a lot today. I don't know what's going on with him. He's deaf now. Oh, no. Yeah. He, uh, he had ear mites, so we took him into the uh, vet like two weeks ago, and they cleaned out all the ear mites and put medicine in his ears. Uh, and then two days later, I realized he can't hear anymore. Well, that's not good. <laughs> He's just a hundred percent deaf now. That is not good. So you know, we took him back to the vet, and they said maybe he has an inner ear infection. We'll give him some more medicine. So then we paid more money to the vet and uh, made him yeah. deaf. And then now he's not getting his hearing back. Poor so. fella. It's been almost a week Corso. since he's been on the antibiotics. I can't speak today. This is really Uh-oh. this is really great for the podcast. It doesn't bode well. But I don't know how to speak anymore. When I was six and I went to like Disneyland or whatever, they still had MGM Studios. Oh, so this is a, yeah. I think we went to Magic Kingdom as well. And like Magic Hollywood. Kingdom and MGM Studios were connected, and MGM Studios had all the Star Wars stuff. So they had this like X-wing trench run ride, yes, this virtual reality thing. Right. So you Did went they have down. Like Star Tours then, or was it just that? No, it was like you went down, and they they made it look like the Death Star inside, and they did have like mouse droids at least kind of going around. That's fun, but it was not. It was not close this. to this, and it was like you know Anthony Daniels as C three PO. You know, walking. It was basically right. you're sitting in a chair and you're watching a screen and going through the trench run. That's all it was, right? But boy, as a fan of Star Wars, it was amazing. When we went, we did we did Star Tours. He's like sneezing all day. We went oh, to Star Tours, okay. and they have like what's called a fast pass, which means you get to skip oh, yes. like the main line. So, but when we got there, we went there like first thing. There was no line, so nice. we went on it once, and then we had our fast pass. We're like, well, let's go again, and. After that second time, I'm just like, I think if I do that one more time, I'm yeah. gonna throw up because <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's like a VR it really, thing, yeah, right? yeah. Well, it's not VR, but like you're in a, you're in the whole thing that moves around. Oh, like the whole, the whole motion simulator really thing. And it was just like after the second time, I'm just like, oh, I think I'm, I think I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we could get started. Yeah, huh? I guess we'll get started. Here's our salty bloopers where we've been <laughs> complaining about not going to about Galaxy's Edge about being poor. I don't know what host's gonna come back. Come back, old hosts. Jeez. I want, I want the old hosts. Back. I freaking messaged them. I know, and they didn't even, they didn't even reply. Kind of rude not Kinda to. Uh, rude.